everyone, you're listening to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. You'll find us on Twitter at Kickers underscore matter. Um, you'll find my handle on there, Steve's handle and Jamie's. Um, if you can like, subscribe, etc., it means a lot to us. Enjoy the show, everyone. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat and a red shirt. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, Kevin. they got him. Here comes They're coming the blue from the coat. left. Oh, they tackle him at the 40-yard line. All right, hi everyone. Welcome along to the Kickers Matter Fantasy Football Podcast. Um, I'm joined as ever by my beautiful co-hosts Jamie and Steve, Mr. Happy Jamie, and you know, um, right, so, <laughs> so, Steve, your Patriots got a bit lucky this week. That how merry, yeah. So. <laughs> Didn't get lucky, just well planned, mate. Well planned. Well planned. <laughs> well planned. Um, oh, we've already had our first F-bomb of the night, great. <laughs> um, we will... <laughs> start a to go on. Yeah, we'll start a <laughs> few to go. We'll get into some news and then we'll um, get into our Week 7 review. So, I suppose we'll start at the top of the news then. The Amari Cooper trade to the Dallas Cowboys for a first-round pick. Thoughts, guys? I don't hate it. Um... I think there's a lot being made about oh, giving up a first rounder for Amari Cooper when he's not shown first round talent. But I guess the other side of the matter is what they're going to do with that first round pick anyway. So if you look in the draft, if they're going to choose a wide receiver in the first round coming like out, out of this class, then there's a lot of guys that, are, that look decent, but you don't know what you're getting with any of them. So if, if you're taking Amari Cooper, he's 24. He's shown in his first, the first two years in the league what, what he can do. He had a down year last year, but then all the Raiders had a down year last year. Derek Carr was playing with a bad back. So you kind of think, if you're going to take a punt, you take a punt on someone who you've got two and a half years worth of NFL film on, rather than the guy that you're taking just on his college film. So I don't hate it. It seems expensive, but... It is expensive. It, yeah, it is expensive, but... Contract-wise, he's earning seven hundred thousand this year, the rest of the year, and he's he's uh, the option thirteen point nine million next year. So for two years, they're not they're they're getting him at a fairly cheap price, which yeah, which is beneficial to to Dallas, um, the Raiders. John Gruden gets another first-round pick, so that makes it three first-round picks next year that he'll screw up, which will be hilarious to watch. Um, <laughs> but as I said yesterday or last night when the news came in was and people going, oh, this is great for Amari, great for, great for Dallas, great for, great for Dak, Amari's going to go and do amazing. Just, he could do, yeah, he very well could do, but just calm down a little bit. Let's, uh, Dak Prescott can't throw, hasn't thrown for over 200 yards in God knows how long. Let's see, let's, let's see him do that first, small steps. I said last night I could, I, I'm happy to be proven wrong on this. Um, but I don't think it's, a, it's an, in, an in, instant fix there. It's going to take some time. I'll tell you what does help for me, sorry, Jack, is, is yeah. Zeke. Um, Cooper, whether you, you think he's 
and up the Pro Bowl level wide receiver like he was in his first two years, or whether he's just a guy, is going to be is going to take some attention off on the defense, which has got to be good better for Zeke because at the moment you can just load the box against the Cowboys and they've got nothing else to kind of hurt you with. Cooper is another weapon, whether he's a great elite weapon or just a, a decent wide receiver option. So I think it's good for Zeke. I can I, just quickly, I can see where you're coming from on there with regards to taking a bit more kind of, of the, the defence's attention away from Zeke. But A, is Amari going to be able to catch a ball? B, is Dak going to be able to throw it to him? So I think I think it will take it will take for Amari Cooper to have a biggish game, hundred yard game, for them to start paying more attention to him. Until that, then I think they'll still stack the box and wait. It's a dangerous game either way, because if one won't kill you, if one will kill you, the other one will. Be, I don't know. It's... I just see it like the Josh Gordon trade for New England in terms of having that extra body that's that's known for talent. I mean, yeah. Josh, Josh Gordon's what? better. Yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. cheaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but the point being is, it, yeah, what Gordon's done to the New England offense is is become another threat mm. in a team that was looking a bit lacking in threat. And Cooper has has the opportunity to do exactly the same thing for Dallas. He's played his best uh, whilst lining up in the slot and, mo- and moving around from there anyway. So I, I just don't hate it. I don't think it's laughable what they've done. Um, it just seems a bit expensive. But that's it, really, as far as I'm concerned. I don't, I don't think the player's a bad player. I just think it's possibly a bit, bit too rich. That's all. I don't think it has any fantasy implications as of yet, so I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be rushing out to go and acquire Amari Cooper. Put it that way. Anyway, no, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be rushing out to get rid of him no. either. No. Exactly that. It's a, no. it's a hold position in it on yep. Cooper. All that. Sit, yep. him, sit him on your bench and wait and see. Yep. A um, bit more news. Um, this is on you one. This is on you. This is, Jamie. Uh, Chad Kelly arrested. <laughs> you were stashing him in the Dynasty uh, League. I've got him in, in, two, in two of my, be- my the more important Dynasty League. Stashed him, got him as soon as the draft finished. And then and he was, well, it was a couple of weeks away, potentially, from, from starting. Yeah. And yeah, then he does this. Cheers, mate. Thanks for that. um and in giants corner as um you know my little corner over there where i curl angry giants corner we're gonna call it curl up in a little ball and like smash my head against the wall when i watch the giants do one yard dump offs all the time um the giants have sent eli apple to the saints for a fourth round pick so yeah that's that's brilliant news that is um he, he will team up with former college buddy marshall Lattimore, jamie's favorite corner um, yeah. So it's a good move from the Saints, actually. Eli oh, Apple Eli Apple has been very good this year, and um, yeah, I'm a bit disappointed we lost him. Um, despite me having a little rant at him last year, but I was <laughs> I was going off on one that few of the Giants players last year. But yeah, he's been one of our best players on defense, so it's a shame. But not really any fantasy implications. No. Well, I will tell you what, it does have fantasy implications. Wide receivers on, on the opposing oh, the the Giants yeah. are playing this yeah. year, so that'd oh, be yeah. where I'd be looking at it because, as you say, he's been their best player in the secondary outside Landon Collins. Just while we're on the Giants, sorry, Steve, to bite him, but just while we're on the Giants, I um, put out on my Twitter handle earlier. Just um, would you guys consider trade? Well, I know you guys are open to trading anything, just by Steve's Todd Gurley trade earlier, <laughs> but um, 
would you consider trading in a redraft league, uh, Saquon Barkley? Let's just say, I put it out there, let's say someone come with Kareem Hunt and Kerryon Johnson. I, in that scenario, I'd, I'd, I'd make the trade because I think Kareem Hunt is scoring better than Barkley anyway and you're, you're picking up an extra piece in, in Kerryon. What about uh, Kerryon? Yeah, I'd still do it. I think he, he's not a million miles away. It's, it's if you're going to go to, like, I don't know, Chris Carson or a, yeah. um, one of those kind of next, maybe 10 points again, kind of lower level backs. Would a flex, do it? a flex, so, a flex. Yeah. Yeah, if you're going for flex back and, and so for two kind of flex options, I'm not, I'd still keep Bartley. But if you're going for one of those top 10 running backs, then yeah, I'd, I'd trade him from getting two pieces. In, in PPR, I would, I would struggle to. Just because he's getting so many receptions, and oh, that's the but, Giants exploding now, and they're going to tank. Yeah, I know. It's 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 a very very good question with Barkley. It uh, you know in a re, in a redraft, I, I probably if I could get, I'd, I'd agree with what's with Steve there yeah. in redraft potentially in Dynasty. I wouldn't even no, honestly, no, no, no. you wouldn't even consider it. Do we think? Do we, do we think that the Giants are looking at what the Raiders are doing and are panicking now about their QB of the future and are trying to tank to get as low as possible to do this? Because if that's the case, is, is there any suspicion? I know we, we've we've spoken about what happens to OBJ, what happens to Snacks Harrison. If that all if that all goes down and those sort of moves are made, is there any also threat that they just find an injury for Barkley and stick him on IR for the rest of yeah. the year and they absolutely go full whack for it? Yeah. I think yeah. it could happen. I think we're, we're seeing this with some of the teams now. They're getting a bit desperate. They're trying to get as low as possible. You know what I mean? To try and give themselves every shot. But doesn't it show that if they if they are gonna properly properly tank, that they haven't got any faith in their rookie QB in Kyle Carlowetta? Yeah, they they then it doesn't show a lot of faith. If well, if they I are think, gonna properly tank, they chuck him in and see what yeah, you've got. Well, they might chuck him in. I just think like. I know Jack knows my views on the letter because I, I quite liked him at the Patriots, but I liked him as a development prospect behind a Brady. I mean, behind an Eli even. Eli's still got the brain to play quarterback. He hasn't got the body for it anymore. So um, I'm not sure the letter is, is necessarily a NFL starting quarterback. Um, as much as I'd like to see him in New, when he was rumoured he was going to go to New England, I would have liked to see it, but I don't know if I'd have had full confidence he was ever going to be a starter anyway. Um, I think they've got to try and get a home run hit at quarterback, which unfortunately, if they're saving it for this draft, I'm not sure they're going to find it. No, I, well, that the, the Oregon QB, Herbert, he's apparently going to be staying behind for another year now. Um, and he was probably one of the best prospects coming out this year. So Yeah, I mean, if you're going to be relying on a Drew Locke or, or Will Greer or something, then unfortunately, it just ain't the same rookie class that we've had over the past couple of years. So, no, no surprise the Giants didn't try and get Bridgewater. I, do, do you know what really angered me with this trade? I I agree with where you're coming from, Jamie. Um, they should have tried to get Bridgewater out of this. But what angered me is Eli Apple's on a rookie contract still. He's yeah. cheap. And you've got Janoris Jenkins there, who's been trashed for two two years um, on a huge contract when we signed him from the Rams. So I don't I don't get the move. I don't. I know Eli Apple, Landon Collins come out last year, called him a cancer inside the locker room. Um, I know he was causing a lot of mischief last last year, but he's been good this year. I, I, I do not get it. I do not get the. I don't get the move. But 
as a Giants fan, Jack, and obviously Eli is obviously on the downgrade, and what and with the Raiders situation, would what are your thoughts? I've literally just thought about this on a move for Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr a lot. I'm I'm going to be writing something for about Eli. Um, yeah, he's to me he him keep going now. He's tarnishing his legacy. He's tarnishing his legacy and his Hall of Fame chances in in my eyes. Um, what if you believe you know if you believe he could get into the Hall of I believe he could should be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, he he'll be in. Yeah, but. I don't think he'd be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but he, I no. think I think he will get into the Hall of Fame. But I believe he's ruining his chances. I I think he should just come out. Uh, we can all see it. Everyone can see it now. Is he's done? Um, he should come out, take a step back, and say, "Look, throw, just give the rookie a chance." Like you were saying, like we were saying earlier, give the rookie a chance, and you know he should just come out and retire. I I think he should retire. And he could do it even with dignity. He could. He could find himself an injury and kind of take a back seat and then kind of not that Romo found an injury, but he could take the Romo route out, which in terms is kind of go off into the distance. You know what I mean? Without people look back more fondly on him. As you say, Jack, if he keeps going like this and the the giants fall to second, first, second, third in the, in the draft because Eli's played badly and gotten to that point, then, um, then, um, it is what it is, isn't it? It's just a shame, really. Yeah. No, yeah, it is what it is. And, you know, the Giants, I still believe they've done the right thing in taking Barkley in the draft. They took the best player for me in the draft. But, yeah, there's there, there should have been a lot. Bridgewater was, they, they could have got him before the Jets even got him. So, yeah, Bridgewater was a very good option to pick up, even if you sat him behind Eli till now, till we've got to this stage now. You sit him there, and then you play yeah. bridge. There's no who are you going to bring in. There is no number two there now. That's you know, um, Ben McAdoo last year tried doing it, but he did. He went about it the wrong way. He threw Geno Smith in, and we all know what Geno Smith does. So, yeah. anyway. I would just I would just be interested with what Steve was saying about the QB class coming up not being anywhere near as good as the previous couple of years. Oh no, I would I would not be surprised if the Giants make a move for someone. No, and you know. Like we said, Derek Carr, I wouldn't be opposed to Derek Carr, but he he is on a huge contract. You need a bridge quarterback in this 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 summer because the quarterbacks coming out aren't aren't great. No. People will always find find they like a guy and they move up. But if you want to hang fire, then the twenty twenty draft for quarterbacks is is gonna be far more loaded. Yeah. And so if anyone needs a quarterback now, they're as well off trying to get a, a year's bridge position to then go and get their quarterback in twenty twenty. So as a Patriots fan, I'm sort of desperately hoping we can hold fire to 2020 <laughs> and then we can move up and get, get a great one from there. But otherwise, it's looking pretty pretty slim pickings this year at quarterback. Uh, maybe we'll bring Sam Bradford in on 20 million a year. <laughs> yeah, why not? Or, tra- or tra- trade, for Case, trade for Case Keenum or Colin uh, Kaepernick. Oh, God, no, not Kaepernick. Uh, yeah, might as well bring Kaepernick. Benched for Blaine Gabbert. I'm not going into this argument. Let's, um, let's end it there. Right, let's get into our weekly set. Well, let's get into week seven review, Steve. So lead us away, please. Right then, Jack. Off to you with the Broncos at the Cardinals. Uh, what came from the Broncos? Um, Broncos forty-five, Cardinals ten. 
Josh Rosen, three interceptions, and he got injured. Why the Cardinals didn't take him out of the game at the end there, I do not know, um, with the scoreline being what it was. DJ, I told you all to trade him in redraft leagues, and he's, you know, that. thankfully Mike McCoy has been sacked, so Woo! maybe hold fire a little bit now. Um, Case Keenum, uh, one touchdown, one interception. You're always going to get that one interception from Case Keenum in the game. <laughs> Uh, this was, but this was the Philip Lindsay show. Ninety rushing yards, and um, six, he was getting six point four on average per per rush. So, I mean, he had a great game. Emmanuel Sanders, one hundred and two receiving yards, one touchdown, and the Broncos DST went nuts in fantasy this week. Yeah, yeah. Jamie, Titans at Chargers. Uh, the London game, Titans 19, Chargers 20. The Titans dominated the time possession, but somehow lose. T, what, T, uh, Tyrell Williams, lovely deep ball TD for the first one from uh, Philip Rivers. Um, with Gordon being out, everyone expected a big game from Austin Eckler. Bit disappointing. I put him in a couple of my fantasy teams. Wasn't happy at the end of the game. Um, <clears throat> Mike Vrabel. Had some had some balls to go for it, go for the win at the end. Unfortunately, it didn't pan out. I loved the call, if I'm brutally honest. Um, Keenan Allen disappointing again. It looked like he was going to go off after the first quarter, and then it just pitted away. Um, Jack, you were there. Um, what was the atmosphere like? Crap. Right. Yeah, no, compared to the week before, it was crap. Yeah, really yeah, disappointed. Cool. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> I think that's, that's, a, that's a great segue into yes. the Bears. Um, Patriots win 38, Bears 31. Um, blimey, that was tight at the end. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're not worried about that so much. Let's focus on the Patriots to begin with. Brady, 270 yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Josh Gordon finally gets his 100-yard game in for the Pats. Um, Sonia Michelle, unfortunately, looks like he's going to be out for a few weeks. Not as bad as it could have been. I thought he was out for the year. But now's your time to be firing up James White all across the leagues. 40 rushing yards, 57 receiving yards, two touchdowns, with Gronk out, with Michelle banged up, with all the other receivers being there or thereabouts. It's a James White world and we're all living in it. Um, over to the Bears. Don't believe the numbers on Mitch Trubisky. He played like garbage. It's 337 yards, two, two touchdowns, two interceptions. 81 yards on the ground with one running, rushing touchdown. The Patriots are shit against running quarterbacks, so don't let that fool you. Uh, Jordan Howard can't get any yards, but he can get in the end zone. And it was a Trey Burton day, 126 yards, one TD. Um, Jack, Texans at Jags. Uh, Texans 20, Jags 7. Um, Lamar Miller got going against the hardest defence he's probably played all year. Um, 100 rushing yards and one touchdown. Hallelujah for my fantasy teams. Um, I've been on the Lamar Miller train this year. Um, I'm a little bit worried with Deshaun Watson. He's got a collapsed lung, apparently. And, uh, well, apparently he, could, he couldn't fly because of this, so he had to get a coach there, which took 12 hours. Um, Can I just say what I put on Twitter when I saw that news? Yeah, he's not healthy enough to get on a plane. He's not healthy enough to be playing starting quarterback in the NFL. They, yeah. they are risking his health and his life the way they're playing him out there at the moment. Shame um, on them. Jack side of the ball, disappointing day for TJ Yeldon owners. I did sort of warn people about TJ Yeldon. I don't, they don't like giving him the rock. I don't believe he's that sort of back to be given the rock like that. And that's probably why they brought in Carlos Hyde. Great. Um, yeah, yeah, it was nice, but 
the, the QB, well, now we go to the QB situation. <laughs> Blake Bortles and Cody Kessler. <laughs> um, wow, just wow. Uh, it's just, oh, just, Phil, can you please tell me why you believe Blake Bortles is an elite QB? <laughs> On to the next one. He obviously doesn't anymore. Um, no, no. <laughs> Jamie, Lions and Dolphins. Lions 32, Dolphins 21. Hello, Kerryon Johnson. He has Woo-hoo! well and truly Woo-hoo! introduced himself to everyone. Nineteen Bob Kutu as well for realising he's got a running back. Finally. Exactly. 19 for 158. Zero touchdowns, but we Jamie, all know. Yeah. It's just button in there. Sorry. Yeah, they still used old man Blunt to bolt yeah. to the touchdown on the goal line. They're always going to do that. You know it's going to happen. <laughs> he's always going to get within the five. They're going to pound LeGarrette Blunt in. But to be honest, LeGarrette Blunt, he didn't play off, run awfully this game either. Um, Stafford efficient. Um I think he only threw 22 times. Yeah, uh, threw 22 times. So um, they didn't really need him to to be throwing the ball around like he likes to. Um, with that, a quiet game for the Detroit receivers. Golladay had a touchdown called back. Um, Osweiler didn't kill the Dolphins. He was 22 of 31 for 239 and two touchdowns. Uh, Wilson and Stills both injured. I think is um, Albert Wilson going on IR? I believe. Yes. Um, fire up Danny Amendola. Um, Kenyon Drake, six rushes, 72 yards, and a 54-yard run for a touchdown with eight targets, five receptions, 15 yards. Give him the ball more. For God's sake, Gase, you moron. Just give him <laughs> the ball. Um, with Wilson and Stills being out, I wouldn't be surprised if the Dolphins make a move for someone like Demarius Thomas. Yeah, I can see that. Right, I've got the Vikings at the Jets. Easy win for the Vikings this, 37-17. Um, Kirk Cousins is the epitome of efficient quarterback play this year. Um, 241 yards, two TDs. Lap Murray coming in and actually starting to produce a little bit. Not much on the yardage, but two touchdowns for himself. And Adam Thielen absolutely having himself a year this year. Another seventh game in a row over 100 yards, another touchdown. Only question is Stefan Diggs, a bit quiet, but when Thielen's going off like that, does it matter? Over to the Jets. Um, I'm liking Darnold, but he's just got nothing to work with. And he goes one week where, they, where there's running backs and running for 250 yards between them to a game where I don't even think they went over about 40. Absolute garbage. But a big shout-out to our last week's guest, Sam Lane, for his Chris Herndon shout. 42 yeah. yards, one touchdown. So, well done, Sam. And um, other, other outside of that, the Jets, they're going to need to make some moves to improve. Um, just say something about the Jets making moves they have. Um, yeah, Rashad, Rashad. yeah, they've cut Terrell Pryor, though. Oh, Okay. Yeah, they cut Price because he was injured. And uh, yeah. in. So, I mean, so. Price should be back within a week or so. He'll end up on a team who's starting to look quite good for the Jets. So, yeah. um, Agreed. Yeah. I'll say yeah. one thing quickly about Diggs, mate. You were saying, obviously, he had a, he's been a bit disappointed, a bit quiet. He still had, like, 14 targets. He's still getting the targets. He's going to go off for, like, 220 and two at one in one game, and you just won't There's going to be a it. point when Thielen's going to come back to the pack a little bit, and Diggs is going to be the man who picks it up. So. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting worried on Stefan Diggs anytime soon. Right, Jack, over to you for a game I'm sure you're going to love talking about. The Panthers at the Eagles. Here he goes again with the laugh. <laughs> no, um, I won't go that mode because you'll come up with giant stuff. But, you know, we're trash. Um, you're the Super Bowl champions. Uh, you blew a 17-point lead. So, Panthers 21, Eagles 17. I tell you what, both QBs in this game 
Wentz, 310 yards for two touchdowns. Cam Newton, 269 yards for two touchdowns. Um, Cam Newton nearly destroyed me in the league game against Steve this week. Yeah. Uh, Cam was all in the fourth quarter, wasn't it? Basically. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, yeah. He was um, trash the first three. Zach Ertz, well, probably the number one fantasy tight end. Um, 138 yeah. receiving yards in this game. Uh, <coughs> Jeffrey, a nice game, 88 yards and a touchdown. CMC, a little bit worried there. He seems two games on the trot now, a bit quiet. Um, but you know, other than that, there's not really much else to talk about this in this game. Eagles fans. <laughs> oh dear, well, let's move on then. <laughs> Jamie, you can then cover the uh, New Orleans Saints at the Baltimore Ravens. Saints 24, Ravens 23. As a Falcons fan, screw you, Justin Tucker. Perhaps, <laughs> seriously. Missed the extra point, literally, with, at the end of the game. He was 222 for 222 extra points in his career. And he just goes and, oh, it was a horrendous kick. You saw the picture of him after he missed it. Hilarious. Um, Drew Brees, he's just, he's just good. He's just very, 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 very good. Um, Kamara and Thomas uh, got the Saints touchdowns. Traquan, interesting thing, because we, we previously talked about who would we rather have, Meredith or Traquan Smith. Um, Traquan Smith saw around 75% of the snaps and Meredith only saw 25%. So uh, that's something to, to keep looking at in the next couple of weeks. Um, Alex Collins struggled against a tough Saints D, only 38 rushing yards. John Brown is an absolute baller. Seven receptions for 134 and a touchdown. Um, yeah, screw you, Justin Tucker. <laughs> right, I'll go on to the Cowboys at the Redskins, and quite frankly, Cowboys 17, Redskins 20. It's dull as dishwater. Um, Zeke didn't really do anything. AP got 99 yards. It's not even worth talking about this game. It was dreadful. Jack, Bengals at Chiefs. Um, Bengals didn't show up for this one. So Bengals 10, Chiefs 45, Patrick Mahomes. 358 yards for four touchdowns. Um Kareem Hunt, 86 rushing yards, 55 receiving yards and three touchdowns. <laughs> and a hurdle. <laughs> I feel for anyone that went against Kareem Hunt and Patrick Mahomes this week. I really do. Um, best thing for the Bengals, really, I suppose, was AJ Green, 117 receiving yards. That's certainly not going to kill you in fantasy. Mixon had a bit of an off day, just the 50 rushing yards. So um, I wouldn't be too worried if I was a Bengals fan going forward, but you went up against the high-power offence that's the Chiefs. Jamie, Rams at Niners. Rams 39, 49ers 10. The Rams are amazing. The 49ers are not. Um, <laughs> Gurley's the MVP so far this year and added just another three more touchdowns today uh, on Sunday. Um, Woods and Cook played, Cook's played well, covering for injured Cooper Cup. Brader Morris beat hard and Goodwin they all struggled as a lot of te- a lot of a lot of players are going to do against this Rams D, um, but George Kittle didn't uh, five for ninety eight and a touch. Um, you can get at the Rams with tight ends. Yep. So if teams don't catch on to that, then they're dumb as you know what. Um, Aaron Donald, Jesus Christ, nine tackles, eight solo, four sacks, six tackles for a loss, five QB hits. He's pretty bloody good. He's, He's the, the best, best player in the yeah. league. Best, best player in the league. Cool, done. Right. Okay, 
I get the Bills at the Colts. So we'll start uh, Bills 5, Colts 37. Andrew Luck, not much yardage, but four throwing touchdowns. T.Y. Hilton, two TDs. Swope, another TD. But it was all about Marlon Mack, 126 yards on the ground, 33 in the air, two TDs. Um, the Buffalo Bills, wow. Um, Nathan Peterman, trash. Josh Allen, trash. <laughs> Bring in Derek Anderson. Yeah, 175 yards, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Minus only, fantasy points. Minus fantasy points. And the only thing of slight of note was Chris Ivory coming in, but it's only slightly note in any positive because Shady's now gone and got himself injured again. So, quite frankly, the Bills' offense is the worst in the league. Um, and I ain't gonna, that ain't change anytime soon. Jack, Browns at the Buccaneers. The, the Browns don't like winning, do they? Um, no, they don't. Um, so Browns 23, Bucks 26. Ugh, Baker Mayfield wouldn't have killed you in a nice day. 215 yards, two touchdowns. Nick Chubb, 80 rushing yards and a touchdown. Nice to see. Um, Landry and Joku, touchdown apiece, so that weren't going to kill you either. Winston, <laughs> 365 <laughs> yards, zero touchdowns, and two interceptions. He did have a rushing touchdown, though, but this is the problem with the Bucks. The leading rusher on the team was the QB. Yeah. With 55 Man. yards. Um, Mike Evans also would have killed you, 107 receiving yards. Uh, Jamie, you finish up with the Monday Night Football, the Giants at the Falcons. Sorry, Jack. The Giants 20, the Falcons 23. Uh, I'll tell you one thing, Matt Ryan is carrying this team. He's absolutely carrying the Falcons. He is play, playing out of his skin. Probably, along with Mahomes, playing the best quarterback play so far in the league. For me, as a, if I'm being a neutral, that's what I think. 31 uh, of 39 for 379, but only the one touchdown. Just slightly disappointing. Um, Julio, another 100-yard game and another game without a touchdown. <laughs> We're getting used to that by now. Um, Manning... 27 of 38 for 399 and a touch. That's okay, I suppose. It's not bad. What do you think about that, Jackie? That kind of stat line against the Falcons? It won't kill you in fantasy, will it? Exactly. But, um, the, the, the thing that I was very surprised about is the Falcons kept Barkley in check in the run game. Only 40, well, he had 14 attempts for 43 yards, but he did get that touchdown, which helped his fantasy points. Um, but 10 receptions. Which is good in people, which will help you out in PPR. Shepard and OBJ both around the 150 mark each, which was good against a bad Falcons D. Um, Tavecchio now is a 56 yarder with 155 left to give the Falcons a 11 point lead and basically the game there and then. Um, and just, I've mentioned about Aaron Donald for the Rams and how important he is. Grady Jarrett returned for the Falcons today and he is unbelievable on Sunday, unbelievable Monday. Unbelievably important. Six tackles, three solo, two sacks, two for a loss, two QB hits. As I say, not as good stats as Aaron Donald, but he is so important to the Falcons and having him back is huge. Oh, and Deion Jones might be back in two weeks. Another bonus. And our pick of the um, can in the Falcons looks really bad now. Have we can the Giants yet? Yeah, oh yes, we can them. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> cool. Steve? That's it. Oh, That's the reviews done. Oh, we're done. That's our weekly reviews done. Lovely. 
Yep, once again, everyone. So if you go to sportssabermetrics.net, type in the promo code Kickers Matter, all lowercase, you'll get 15% off premium membership. It's a great little product. I've been testing it out myself the last couple of hours. A must-have for any sort of fantasy player. Um, gives you so many stats on there, start sits, etc. Awesome product. So that's once again, that's sportssabermetrics.net, promo code Kickers Matter, all lowercase. Right, guys, let's. Um, I've come up with it. I wouldn't call it a game. Uh, it is kind of a game. It's uh, going to be a kind of uh, either or. Who do we want for the rest of the season, fantasy wise? Um, I've made a note next to the most of the most of them on the ones that I would want. Um, some I can't actually decide on. So it should be interesting for you guys. Right, rest of the season, who would you prefer, Mark Ingram or David Johnson? DJ, because Mike McCoy's been fired. DJ. Okay, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna make make a note of these and just uh, maybe maybe try and have a look at the end of the year. Who knows? Uh, James White or Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon. Mixon. Okay. Patriots will bring in someone. Yeah, I had Mixon as well. Uh, Matt Ryan or Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Okay, just me then. <laughs> no, I had Mahomes as well. Let's see. Okay, it's a, it's tight that one though. It's a close one for me anyway. It's uh, not. Says the Falcons fan. <laughs> Keenan Allen or Jarvis Landry. Keenan Allen. It gets, be- it gets better in the second half of the season. Always, Keenan Allen. I'm saying Jarvis Landry for me. Right. I, I had Keenan Allen because of the second half. Adam Thielen or Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. Yeah, Antonio Brown just. You're both wrong. It's Adam Thielen. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tariq Cohen or Philip Lindsay? Lindsay. Yeah, see your face, Jack. Ooh. You don't like that one. I, you know, I love the Bears, so um, I'm gonna go Lindsay because Freeman's picked up that injury as well now. So I will say Lindsay as well. Oh, I had Lindsay as well. Uh, here we go. Eli Manning or Sam Darnold? Ugh, Sam Darnold. Um. Oh. Uh, if this is Dynasty Darnold, but otherwise. I'm, I'd... <laughs> Do you know what? I'll just go Darnold because Manning's trash. I put, I put Eli Manning. Oh, dear. Because of what he's got with him. Yeah, he's got more talent with him. Yeah, that's that. Carson Wentz or Andy Dalton? Dalton. Wentz. I had Wentz. Currently ranked quarterback number 23. Doesn't Carson matter. Does. Well, it does matter. <laughs> it really does matter. It, it, it does matter. <laughs> But I, I, I don't know. I, I prefer Carson Wentz. Uh, Josh Gordon, quarterback. Yeah, Josh Gordon or Stefan Diggs. Diggs. Josh Gordon. Okay, so Jack's got Josh. I've got Diggs, and so is Steve. Okay, Tyler Boyd or Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders, easy. Sanders. Yeah, we're all on Sanders there. Chris Godwin or 
either of these two. Uh, okay, Chris Godwin or Mohamed Sanu? Chris Godwin. <laughs> Sanu. Okay. Uh, okay, Chris Godwin or Calvin Ridley? Ridley. Godwin. Sanu or Ridley? Ridley. Sanu. Sanu. Here we go. Uh, linking it in with the injuries to the Dolphins wide receivers here. Danny Amendola or Nelson Aguilar? Danny Amendola. No, Aguilar all the way. Uh, uh, Wentz don't go to him. Amendola. <laughs> Wentz does not yeah. go. I've got um, Amendola just because of the injuries. Uh, let's do a couple of tight ends. Eric Ebron or Jared Cook? Ebron. Ebron. Okay, I've got Cook. <laughs> <laughs> Because who else is Derek Carr throwing to? Well, true. Uh, Richard. I think I, I think this one's uh, this is a bad one. And if you guys should answer this about as quick as anything, David and Joko or Austin Hooper? And Joku. Yeah. <laughs> it looked better when I wrote it. Um, Chris Carson or Tevin Coleman? Chris Carson. Carson as well. Yeah, I've got Carson. Julio Jones or Tyreek Hill? Julio. Julio somehow as well. Yeah, we, 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 yeah I'm, I'm Julio as well there. Alvin Kamara or Saquon Barkley? Kamara because of what I said earlier about the Giants tanking. Yeah, I just I'm gonna go with the better player for now is Kamara. Okay, I was the only one who went for Barkley. <laughs> <laughs> and the last one, which which it, it, I think is quite a tricky one, Nick Chubb or Carry On Johnson. Carry On. Again, I'm the only one who had Nick Chubb. So that that's that is everything, boys. So you guys have gone for carry on. Yeah, that is that is everything. That's a couple of couple of tough ones, a couple of shit ones. But <laughs> but um, uh, good fun. It was good fun, good fun, mate. We're a check on that at the end of the year to mm. see what happens. Um, we got a question from NFL fan Wales, which Reese. Hi, Reese. Uh, would you bench Keenan Allen for Terrell Williams in fantasy? Nope. No. No, not unless Keenan Allen's injured. Yeah. No. Would you try and find a way to get Terrell Williams in your flex if that's going to I, work? I, I, I was just saying, I, would, I wouldn't have an issue playing with both of them. No. no. Well, Rivers spreads that ball around, so no, I'm on with you two on that one. But um, yeah. don't bench your studs. <laughs> the surefire way to make sure they go off is to stick them on the bench. That's the one way you know your studs are going to go up, go nuts. Yeah. Right then, let's look at the week eight start six. So there's a fair few teams on by this week before we get going. Uh, we've got the Atlanta Falcons, the uh, Chargers, Dallas Cowboys, and the Titans on uh, on by this week. So. Uh, Jamie Byram, let's start with the with you at the Dolphins at the Texans. <laughs> All right, let's go. Uh, let's sit 
the Dolphins QBs, Frank Gore, Gusecki, and I will sit fuller until he's 100% fit. Um, I start Lamar Miller, Hopkins, Watson, Kenyon Drake, and definitely Danny Amendola. Okay, I've got the Eagles and the Jaguars. Uh, I am sitting all of the Jaguars in this one. Um, I just don't know what, what their offense is at the moment. I don't know whether Carlos High is going to do anything. I don't know whether TJL did. I'm sitting them all. Uh, in terms of the Eagles, I'm sitting Carson Wentz, as I mentioned in the game just before. He's currently ranked QB 23, so there's another, there's, you're, you're going to find a better quarterback on the waivers somewhere. Uh, I'm sitting the Eagles running back. They don't know who they're doing. I'm starting Alshon Jeffrey. I'm starting Zach Ertz. And if I'm in a deep league, I'm starting Dallas Goddard. Jack, Ravens at Panthers. All right, so I'm starting Flacco, Cam, Olsen, John Brown, CMC, and the Ravens DST. I would be sitting um, all Ravens running backs because they don't have a clue what they're doing with their running backs. And um, I'd probably sit Devin Funches this week. It's a tough defense to go against the uh, Ravens. Jamie, Jets at Bears. Right, um, I'm sitting Darnold, I'm sitting Crowell, I'm sitting Alan Robinson, I'm sitting Robbie Anderson. Um, I'm starting, um, even with his dud that he did against the Patriots, which I was not happy about. I'm starting Taylor Gabriel, I'm starting Trubisky, Cohen, uh, I'm even starting Jordan Howard, Trey Burton. Um, and if, you, if, you, if, if you're desperate, you can start Chris Herndon. Um, and even with his absolute duck egg uh, against Minnesota, um, if I was if I needed to, I would start uh, curse. Okay, I've I got the, to. yeah, I've got the Buccaneers at the Bengals, so I'm starting on the Buck side: uh, Jameis Winston, Mike Evans, OJ Howard, and Chris Godwin. On the Bengals side, I'm starting Andy Dalton, Joe Mixon, AJ Green, and in deep leagues uh, CJ Uzama. Um, I'm sitting for the Buccaneers, any running back, and D-Jacks, and also Cameron Bray. Um, Jack, you are up with the Redskins at Giants. Uh, so I'm starting Alex Smith, Adrian Peterson, Jordan Reed, uh, the Redskins DST. If you're in really deep leagues, I think you'd probably start someone like Vernon Davis if you're, that, if you're going that deep. Um, yeah. If he's healthy. Um Giant side, just OBJ and Barkley, and don't mess around with anything else. I, I really wouldn't. Um, maybe Ingram, because the tight end position is that barren. But I, I wouldn't feel. I would not feel confident. This Redskins de- defense is very good. Um, yeah. I would sit all your red, Redskins wide receivers though, because they're, well, I don't think they know what they're doing. There. Um, Sterling Shepard and definitely sit Eli Manning. Okay, Jamie, you've. Uh, with the Broncos at the Chiefs? Start every Chiefs player. Every single one of them. <laughs> um, I also start Lindsay Sanders. Kate, I even start Case Keenum, Damaris Thomas. And with Royce, uh, with Royce Freeman's injury, I would start De- um, Devontae Booker and sit everything else. <laughs> yeah. Um... Right, I've got the Browns up against the Steelers. I'm starting for the Steelers. Well, who you'd expect? Big Ben, James Conner, Juju and, and Antonio Brown. Um, I'm sitting, sitting there DST in this one. Uh, for the Browns, I'm starting Mayfield in this one. I like, I like the, the matchup. Uh, I'm starting Nick Chubb. I'm starting Jarvis Landry. I'm starting David Njoku. I'm sitting everything else. 
Jap, 49ers at Cardinals. Um, so I think this is a get-right game for the 49ers. So I think you can start CJ Beffard in sort of deeper leagues and super flex leagues. Um, start Brader if he's healthy. Kittle, definitely start Kittle. He's been brilliant. Um, Goodwin, I, I actually think you can start the Niners' defense here, especially if Josh Rosen sits because he got he got banged up towards the end of that game. Was caught in a walking boot, so, so I, I think you can start um, the Niners' D there. I would sit all your Cardinals except DJ in this game. You yeah. just that, that offense. I don't think they know what they're doing. Plus, we need to see what the new offensive coordinator is going to do. Yeah. Jamie, Saints at Vikings. Start everyone. I, I generally think this is going to be a shootout. I think um, I would uh, tentatively. I'd, I'd even start um, Latavius Murray with the Saints, a tough, tough Saints rush run D. But I think Kirk Cousins is going to get him in enough situations where they'll be you'll be able to pound it in, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a couple of short, short TDs from uh, from him that way. But everyone else, start everyone. Basically, this, as I say, this could be a, a, a lovely, lovely shootout. Okay, I've got the uh, Packers at the Rams. Um, the Rams start more. Uh, quite frankly, whoever starts in that offense, start them. Even Jared Goff. Um, in terms of the Packers, I'm starting Aaron Rodgers. I'm starting uh, Devontae Adams as long as he's fit. Definitely starting Jimmy Graham up against that Rams uh, tight end defense, which isn't great. And whoever the wide receiver two is in terms of starting, I think Randall Cobb's back. I'd start them as well. This 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 is this is set up for Rogers to at least have a massive game in a heroic defeat. So uh, it's all about the offences there. Uh, Jack, your last game is the Seahawks and the Lions. This, this one's easy, mate. I think this is going to be a bit of a shootout game. So I think you start everyone. Everyone. Okay. It? So, except Marvin Jones, because he's trash. But don't start everyone else. <laughs> OK, Jamie, Colts at Raiders. <laughs> Colts at the Raiders. Um, I'm starting... Pretty much all of the the Indianapolis Colts. The Raiders are just are just a garbage fire at the moment. They just they're horrendous. Um, so yeah, Luck, Mac, Hilton, Rogers, Ebron. I'm, <laughs> I would start Naheem Hines in deeper leagues, just because I'm not sure exactly how much he'll be used because he's more likely to be used if India trailing, and I don't see Indy be, Indy trailing to the Raiders in this. I think they're gonna they'll get ahead and then they'll pound the ball with Mac. Um, I'm sitting basically all well, all of the Raiders wide receivers apart from Jordy Nelson because Derek Carr has got to throw the ball to someone. Um, I'm sitting Doug Martin because even though he's the muscle hamster, he's still crap. Um, sitting Ryan Grant because I think he's still injured, I think, isn't he? He is, yeah. Yeah. Um, and if you're desperate, start Derek Carr um, and Jared Cook. Um but definitely start Jalen Richard because it's the the re- reverse of Naheem Hines. They're going to be trailing, so they're they're going to need him on the field. Okay, and last matchup for the week I've got is the Patriots Bills. Um, the Patriots. I'm starting Brady. I'm starting Josh Gordon. I'm starting Julian Edelman. I'm even starting Chris Hogan. The guy I'm definitely starting above all over is James White. He's sitting Sony Michelle, even if he is listed as fit because he's he's not going to. They're going to rest him. I'm sitting Gronk because, again, he's, he's not fit yet. And don't fall into the trap that if Gronk sits, you can pick any other tight end up there because you can't. In terms of the Bills, I'm not starting any and I'm sitting them all. They're useless. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Right, that's our week eight uh, start sits done. So let's get into our waivers quickly. A few ads that I've got. Um, see what you guys have got as well. So I start with QB. I just again said it last week. Baker Mayfield. He's got he's got a nice little stretch coming up, as we said on the DFS podcast with Sam. Um, he's got a nice little four game stretch here coming up, and against the Steelers, you know, I think he's gonna have to throw a lot in this game for the Browns. Um, so yeah, I like Baker Mayfield as a, a waiver pickup. You guys got any QBs you like? The only other one I've got, I think I've mentioned him every time as a waiver wire pickup, is Joe Flacco. Yeah. Um, I still think he's he's ranked, I think, QB 13 at the moment. It's, it, that is a decent slot for a guy that's got John Brown going nuts week in, week out, and some decent play out of his receivers. So Flacco is a decent shout. Jamie? I would have, yeah, Flacco is one of mine. Um, these these are two desperate ones, if I'm brutally honest, but they'll be available. Likely as they will be available. And they've got all right matchups this week. Um, you can pick up probably pick up Case Keenum against Kansas City. Yep. He's not gonna. He's not flashy. You know what you're gonna get, but it's better than a big fat duck egg if you don't play one. Um, and CJ Bethard is um, at Arizona. Right. Let's move on to the RBs. Then so I've got there's the two Raiders ones here. So Jalen Rashard and Doug Martin. I think Jalen Rashard's gonna be your PPR option go-to guy. I would definitely be picking up in PPR leagues. Um, Patriots one here actually, Steve Kenyon Barner, Barner, maybe deeper leagues. Um, I believe the Patriots will bring back Mike Gillisley. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> um, I can tell you now they ain't bringing Gillisley back. They'll, no. they'll, they'll, they'll make a, they will make a move at RB. It yeah. won't be Gillisley that's coming back though. I'm certain. Uh, and a couple of other guys, Chris Ivory. Again, these are all deeper formats. I really wouldn't feel comfortable in playing Chris Ivory, but um, you know, if you need help, then yep, Raheem Morstead and. My seven to one anytime touchdown winner, uh, Capri Bibbs. Yeah. You boys yeah. got anyone else you like or? Uh, I've got one. I don't think he's he's not going to be on loads and loads of waiver wires, but I bet you, if you look in your league, there's a chance that someone's dropped Chris Thompson. Yeah. If if he's there, pick him up because Alex, um, Alex Smith needs him. <laughs> Um, so let's get on to the wide receivers quickly. So I've got a few here. I've got Terrell Williams for the Chargers. Uh, they just spread the ball around. Obviously, I think you can use a lot of their receivers uh, week in, week out. Uh, Traquan Smith for the Saints. Uh, as we said earlier, he's getting a lot of snaps. Danny Amendola with the Albert Wilson injury. And Martavis Bryant as a deep stash in deeper leagues um, with this Amari Cooper trade. As we said earlier, Carl's got to throw the ball to someone. Yeah. yeah. The only other one I've got is, um, as mentioned on the pod last week, it's Willie Sneed. If he's still on there, he's still getting looks. And um, again, in a PPR format, where it's all about how many catches you get, um, he's he, he's a decent pickup. But again, I'm not massively comfortable starting him. But he is someone maybe to put on your bench. Yeah. Um, another one, Jack. Just going with the Miami, the Dolphins, uh, Jakeem Grant. Yep. That boy's got some speed, and obviously with their two main wide receivers out and Devontae Parker being injured, not injured, you can't don't know who you can believe. He's um, getting Yeah, <laughs> or, or released, one of the two. Um, so, yeah, you've got Jakeem Grant. And um, if you, if he's there and you've got space, pick up Cortland Sutton. Yeah, definitely. Because if Demarius Thomas goes... Paul Sutton slides straight into the uh, the starting lineup there. Yeah, and 
Yeah, that's a good that is a good shirt. I've got one tight end because the position is trash and it's uh, CJ Uzuma. I've got the same one. Extremely usable. I used him in the league last week. Extremely usable. And I've just seen John Ross is out, so we um well, someone's gonna have to see some more targets, so hopefully it's CJ Uzuma. Boys got any more? Or? <clears throat> yeah, I've got two. Um only Matt one of them's match up wise here. Um Ben Watson. At Minnesota, and Minnesota are not good against tight ends. And with, I think, it being a shootout, I think he's not a bad pickup. And again, it's if you're desperate, and maybe if you have you you want to, you you got Ricky Seals Jones. It'd be interesting to see what Byron Leftwich can do mm-hmm. in Arizona. Um, he plays against the 49ers, and we know that they're fairly trash. So if you're desperate in a deeper league, then I've I've got him starting in one or two of my leagues this this week. Right, so waiver ads for the week. With the 59th pick in the 2016 NFL Draft, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Roberto Aguayo, kicker, Florida State. Yeah, yeah. Kickers are second rounders too, baby. Steve, and I'll finish it off. Right, guys, uh, let's uh, finish off with the Robbie Aguayo corner. Um, it'll either be a hit or more than likely than not a wide right miss. Uh, right, who shall we go with? Jack, what have you got for us today? Hit or a miss? Uh, I've got both. So, as usual, I always have a miss, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> Miserable uh, over there. No, I've got two misses. Uh, the first one is a soccer-related one. Jose Mourinho is an absolute idiot. Um it's all right for him to go sliding down the touchline when he was Porto manager, uh, Old Trafford, right in front of Alex Ferguson, probably the greatest manager ever. I was um, there. Yet, yet Into when, my corner. when Chelsea score a last-minute goal and the Chelsea assistant coach starts cheering in front of him, he loses the plot. The guy, he has lost the plot, in fact. He's an idiot, an absolute idiot. You were special once and you, were tar- you get another person that's tarnished his legacy. Um, and that, my other miss is um, I don't know if you you guys probably don't watch much wrestling or anything like that. I quite I, like. I, it. I, I, I don't watch it. I, I listen to a, a podcast. I used to watch it as a kid, but I listen to it and it's fucking. I was about to say, a guy's like the Ultimate Warrior and like yeah. the Big Boss Man's the links. If not, I don't, <laughs> I don't know anything of it anymore. Well, you won't know this guy, but um, there's a guy who was the champion. Uh, Roman Reigns, his name is. Um, unfortunately, he had to give up the title yesterday because um, he's got leukemia, actual, like, in real life, which is, um, you know, a bit sad. This is horrible. Cancer's fucking horrible. He's been horrible battling today. it for, like, 11 years. Yeah, it? he's been battling it for 11 years. I, I saw it this morning. I just thought, I don't know, it's just not nice. And um, yeah. you know, ho- hopefully it gets better. And um, as I say, cancer fucking sucks. Um, my hit is the new Call of Duty game, actually. I bought that the other day. And... Um, I'm quite enjoying playing that. It's the, first <laughs> Call of, it's the first Call of Duty game I've enjoyed playing for about five, six years, to be honest. So, um, yeah, enjoying that. So, yeah, um, back to you, Jamie. Steve, what have you got? Hit or miss? Well, it's, well Jack's kind of stolen my thunder, but not because of Call of Duty. But I was about to go down the video game route as well. Oh, here um, we go, geeks. And it's, it's all in <laughs> anticipation because Red Dead Redemption 2 comes out this weekend. And quite frankly, if you think the NFL takes over my life, watching that, Red Dead Redemption 2 is about to destroy my marriage because oh. 
Uh, it looks amazing. It sounds like it's going to be amazing. I'm going to be coming back on it next week talking about how bloody incredible that game is. I'm so stoked. So I'm going to lose myself in the Wild West for a while. I'll be joining you on that one, Steve. Yeah. Oh, okay. my God. <laughs> <laughs> so, Steve, I'll get you on the PS4, so maybe we can do the little... Uh, oh, I'm going to go, yeah. Maybe we can play yeah, together. We'll back, <laughs> we'll back together. Yeah. Maybe you could not get find your PS One and somehow enjoy sort of. Mate, I would literally rather sit on top of a roof and watch paint dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Do that less, 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 less of less of that. Less of that. Uh, uh, on to me. I've got a hit, and surprisingly enough, it's NFL related. My wow. hit is my hit is Giorgio Tavecchio, fifty-six yarder. Um, for the Falcons last against the Giants, are you Matt Bryan in disguise? That is all. That is all. That's all, yeah. That is everything for me. <laughs> um, once again, you can find us on Twitter at kickers underscore matter. Um, we have got a little bit of a trade here from Adam Foxcroft. So um, I'm going to play the audio as he's um, requested this and then we can give our views on this. So here we go, guys. Hi guys, it's Adam from the Long Snapper Podcast. Just thought you'd be amused to hear about a trade offer I had at the end of last week. I was offered Alex Smith for Mike Evans, just a straight swap towards the end of last week. I rejected it, as any sensible person would. And two seconds later, I was offered Alex Smith for Amari Cooper. Uh, okay. Nice try. Rejected again. Uh, just looking at waivers and sorting out my roster for this week and noticed that the guy who offered those trades to me just dropped Alex Smith <laughs> after all that. Because so, <laughs> I don't have a quarterback this week. Ha-ha! <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that says it all, that I, laugh. I think we need to make that a... Um regular section on the podcast we need to get someone to send in like audio clip of their trade yes and then we're um, we're at that every week that was brilliant um oh my god that guy should be uh, just you jack you know me don't miss that guy should be fucking embarrassed <laughs> um i got a bit of um well, another message here from the Philadelphia Eagles UK fans. <laughs> yeah, they're not coming at me. They're not coming at me. They're not, <laughs> not coming yet, at me. Not yet. No, not yet. I, I promised that I, I would plug this for them. Um, they've got a planned meeting at the Sussex Arms in Paddington on Saturday night from 7 p.m. for um, any of you Eagles fans that want to go. It's they've got a Facebook page to go. It's just Philadelphia Eagles UK and island fan group that's the page so if you just go to that page you'll find all the details there um yeah i i, I won't be attending just <laughs> i think the important thing here is 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 the venue big enough for the like the nine or ten philadelphia eagles fans in the uk is it big enough for them <laughs> <laughs> only joking only joking no he's not he's not you're trash <laughs> you're trash <laughs> um right so that's it um bit of housekeeping i'd say twitter at kickers underscore matter our website kickers matter fantasy football.co.uk uh, i'm going to try and get a blog up about eli manning at some point this week when i get time i think steve's got something in mind that he wants to put up as well from yeah a few, 
from the 2004 QB class, was it, Steve, or something? It was, mate, yeah. So, yeah, hopefully get them up this week and you can, everyone can check them out. Um, but, yeah, until Thursday, we'll be back on Thursday with our DFS special. No, no. Yay! <laughs>